Welcome to episode number 69 of Wedding Photographers Unite. My name is Andy Mushami. I am in good company with the mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban. Neil, good Hi. day to you, sir. Hi, Andy. How are you? Good. I'm, Man, this audio sounds really good today. Yeah, it does. And I just <laughs> felt like now is the right time to like bring it in, you know? I'm, I'm going to bring it in, people, you know? Yeah, it is very mellow for us. Yeah. Very mellow. It's very... Very NPR, very, very serious today. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, why? I don't know <laughs> reason other than I just wanted a different dynamic. Okay, to start off I the feel show. It. I'm feeling it. All right. Good. Uh, so, listeners, thanks for thanks for listening in. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, we we care about you, our listeners. Uh, and uh, it was very cool because uh, you know, guys. Let me be honest. When I sit down. When we sit down and record the show, I have no idea what we're going to talk about <laughs> before going in. Those are sometimes it's, our best episodes. Sometimes they are. Yeah. I mean, it's busy. It's a busy wedding season. We're it actually is. like a few days late this week because mm-hmm. that's what happens during mm-hmm. wedding season. But I posted in the group. I was like, hey, we're going to record episode 69. And, you know, a few minutes later, we got lots of questions, lots of things to talk about. So that's what this show is yeah. based on. And they're still coming in. They're coming in yeah. right now. You know, this might be a never-ending show mm. because... Once we start answering these questions, if they keep coming in, we could just, maybe this just keeps going, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it just is a never ending show. <laughs> it just is what it is. Anyway, nice. uh, Neil, yes. it's a pleasure to be here again with you. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, and what's been going on in your mm-hmm. wedding photographer life these well, days? Well, I had last week off, uh, which gave me a lot of time to catch up with all my editing. Um, I am all cut up with my wedding edits. Oh, I hate you. Um, yeah, thank with, you. With a passion. But I, I had uh, three family shoots this week, so um, so now I have to edit those. So, But as long as those weddings are all cut up, that's all that matters to me. Yes. And um, this weekend is the uh, the last wedding weekend that my wife and I are shooting separately. So I'm excited about that because I love working with her. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? Let's see. Oh, um I don't want to uh, celebrate too early, but my wife and I, we were buying a house. Dude. And um, I love finally, you. I finally. love you guys, man. I'm you so know? happy. I didn't know you were going to bring this up. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. I'm but, so but, oh, I'm, I'm bringing it up for a reason. Um, yeah. Because we, we decided the whole, the whole long-term goal was to uh, have a studio at home because mm-hmm. we talked to our, our accountant and he, he talked to us about how there's so many tax write-offs and this and that. And it'd be stupid for us not to do that. Mm-hmm. So are you, here, me well, here's, are you saying I'm dumb? <laughs> are you calling oh, no, me? No, no, no. My accountant called me dumb uh, if, okay. if I were to do it. Because oh, okay. he knows our situation. He doesn't know anybody else's. So yes. he called me dumb if I didn't. So okay. okay. I'm not calling you okay. <laughs> or anybody else out there. <laughs> All right. So we are getting rid of our studio, which is, is making us both scared um, because we've had, we've been in this location for eight years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is, this has pretty much been our life. And we are centrally located. You you can't get more central located than than where we are now in in Buffalo area. 
Um, and we've had this address on Main Street in Buffalo in the city for, like I said, for eight years. And to, to leave that is it's kind of scary a little bit. Dude, here's the thing. Let me tell you, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you. Neil, <laughs> you are amazing at what you do. Thank you. Thank and you. people are going to follow you where you well, are. Well, I, I hope so. Um, you, but when, of people, course, you always have those self-doubts that, yes, that, gosh, we all do. Um, because, you know, we, okay, go on. <laughs> well, no, we all do. We all have the yeah. self-doubts. And it doesn't matter what level we get to. We always we mm-hmm. always second-guess ourselves. Are we doing the right thing for our business? Yes. Will we lose people? But no. I'm just here to tell you. I'm here to, I'm here to look at you and stare <laughs> you directly in the eyes and say there's nothing to worry about. Um, even like um, I don't, people, if you don't, first of all, if you don't follow Neil on Facebook, you should be. Oh, thank you. Um, and you should see like what he does because he's really he's a talented he's a talented young man, and <laughs> uh, you, like the Christmas shoot stuff yeah. that you do, like you guys like pretty much sold out like four or five days or something like that, which is un which is amazing, dude. Like is absolutely incredible. And I'm telling you right now, and I even say this from the perspective of my girlfriend and I. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we we saw one of those slots and we're like we're, we we want to do this like Thank it you. makes it makes Thank total you. sense like we're totally excited to do it and people people will follow you right to your house next year to do that and they're gonna follow you uh, you know they're like you're I don't even worry man. Know, don't even worry. it's not the place no, it's not the place I, we've had the conversation know, about the studios before I know we have but it, it it scares me because whenever we talk to like random strangers about how, how where we're moving because we are moving about thirty forty minutes north of the city right. So, the, the, and people are saying, oh my gosh, it's, that's so far. And, you know, and we really never thought of it because we, we won't mind driving because mm-hmm. we drive locations all over Western right. New York. So we don't mind driving, but it's, it's, it's those, the, the new people who, who haven't booked us yet or aren't exactly 100% sold yes. on our work. It's those people. And, and, we, and we pretty much clinch the deal when they get in our studio. So, so here's the thing. Here's why you don't have to see worry. our work in person. This is why you don't you know. have to worry. This, you don't have to worry because when I moved to Rochester from mm. Buffalo, I was like, oh, sh-, you know, am I going to lose Buffalo people yeah. moving to Rochester? And I was like shocked that this is just follow my logic here for a second. I was shocked mm. that like Buffalo couples, sometimes we would meet online or whatever, but yeah. a good number of them like came out to Did Rochester really? to see okay. me. And so because so you're that, a better, yeah, that's, that's because like you're a better photographer than I am. No, 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 no. Because, we're, we're, because, different. Wait, 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 we're different because you're a better photographer than we I am. We are different. We have and different styles. And it's half the drive <laughs> compared to an hour drive garage. So you're fine. You don't even have to worry about well, thank it. You, thank you. It's all you. good. I mean, you know, before this, we were asked, we were actually asking our clients, like the people who pay for our work and everything. And they, they brought up some good points. They're saying, you know what? We're not coming to see you every week. Yeah. We're not coming to see you a couple times a week, a couple yeah. times a month even. We're coming to see you maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. And th- and that's that's really honest, you know. Yeah. And so so when 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 they when they put it like that, it's like okay, yeah, maybe maybe the location really doesn't matter too much. Yeah. Um, and plus, you know, we we like to drive, and uh, we don't mind. I don't know where, you know, know what we did yesterday. We kind of freaked out a little bit, and we started looking at offices. Like mm-hmm. we don't need a shooting space, maybe mm-hmm. like an office here in the city. Yeah. But then you're still paying rent right you know it's still overhead which we don't we, we want to get rid of that overhead yeah i would only worry about that mm-hmm. if you felt like you really needed to but i think you're going to find out real quick that mm-hmm. it doesn't matter people are going to come meet you there just yeah. like they meet you here i hope so. people yeah. come to us in our business mm-hmm. you know like it's all about you know referrals and networking and and past couples weddings that we've shot and keeping it in the family and all that and people will you know, people will take that drive and you, you'll be shocked and they won't even think about it. Yeah. Um, and then the literal, the literal 10% of people that don't 
mm-hmm. are probably people you don't even really want anyway. Yeah. Like if that's going to stop them, <laughs> then they didn't care as much. This is why I don't care because I always feel like you're, you are talented enough that you're going to book those weddings anyway. And I feel like that a lot of my business too. Like I had a, met mm-hmm. with a couple the other day and I'm like, I just, I just tell them, it's, you know, I tell them at the meeting, I'm like, Hey, you know, if you want to book me, let me know. If not, um, you know, it's your turn to contact me. I'll hold the date for, you know, I, I mm-hmm. give the date for like a week. And if they don't, if they don't come back to me and book, totally fine. Because I'm probably going to get somebody else that wants to work with me more. And my life is going to be more pleasurable dealing with somebody who wanted to book me more than the person who, who is like, kind of like, oh, I just need a photographer. Don't really care that it's Andy. Just mm-hmm. need somebody. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not have them. I want somebody who's like, oh, Andy, I love his work. I love him. I want to work with him. Those, those are the people I want my couples to be. And if they're not those people, then I'll wait for somebody who is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So the 10% that aren't willing to take the drive, they can go and, you know, <laughs> go wherever they want to go. They can go somewhere else. And then you'll get the people that are like, oh, Neil, I love Neil. I love his work. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you're good. That's our, that's our target. Don't even worry about it, man. No, thank you. But yeah. I mean, it was it was quite interesting because I did a I did a lot of studying of of uh, how much we actually use the studio. Okay, these uh, these small shoots that we do, these mini sessions that we do, like Christmas, uh, spring, and I think we did like yeah, we did a veterans um, kind of mini shoot. So th- let's just get those things out off the map. We used this the studio six times this year. Yeah. Okay. Those that's boudoir and, and newborns. Mm-hmm six times this year that's yeah. all that's all we used it for yeah uh last year nine times yeah okay and and we prefer shooting on location and mm-hmm. um and so, so for those newborns and boudoirs we can just do those at home because we will have a studio space so that that's not a whole like those numbers aren't like in the 30s or 40s you know yeah. it's that's that's just a handful mm-hmm. that we actually use the studio space for shooting so mm-hmm. i thought those numbers were quite interesting for for us yeah um and i, I mean 2,400 square feet in the city. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of money that, that we're going to save and put it towards our house. So, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's what's been going inside this brain lately. Good. You know. Well, I think, you know, it's, it's all sounds good. I don't, and you know, you're on the right track. We talked about the studio stuff before yeah, though, yeah, but yeah. it's kind of, it's almost kind of like a continued conversation of the studio mm-hmm. topic. There we go. <laughs> Keeping it real. Yeah. Um, so what's up with you? Um, man, nothing. I'm just, I'm just shooting weddings. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Shooting buttons, editing them. I'm not even close to being caught up. I'm close to being only a few weeks behind. Okay. I have like one wedding to get out. And once I get this oh, one wedding bad. out, then I'm only like two or three weeks behind. Because I had like these doubles and then I went to the Iceland. So I'm actually still mm. working on the wedding before I went to Iceland, okay. which was like seven, eight weeks ago now, which is like is like the longest I like to go yeah. as far as like the, and the two, but the couples, the clients are fine. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've been communicating with them. Hey, I have one, you know, I always keep up to date with them up to date and she's totally fine and relaxed about it. But, um, but once I get this last wedding out, then I'll only be like four weeks behind and then mm-hmm. I, and then I can stay on top of it and it'll be nice. Um, so that's really all that's going on. I have my Connecticut weekend wedding coming up. Oh, okay. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, one of our past listeners, Eric Bruchette recommended, uh, somebody for a second shooter out mm-hmm. there. So I'll be working with Nick Cena. Um, so Eric, um, thanks for the recommendation. I never even sent him an email to thank him, but I've, I've been meaning to do that <laughs> for like weeks and I haven't. Um, and I'll, I'll, uh, you know, I'll send him an email just in case he doesn't, he's not listening to the show. Okay. Cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's coming up this weekend 
and then oh that's this weekend yeah so um i'm gonna i mean it's friday right now shouldn't you be on the road uh, so oh, so it's a Sunday wedding because okay. it's a Jewish wedding. Oh, okay. So I'm leaving Saturday. I didn't book the Saturday wedding because I, you know, booked yeah. the Sunday wedding. Yeah. And so I'll be leaving Saturday, driving in the morning, checking out the venue like by like two o'clock, which means I have to leave at like seven in the morning to get mm-hmm. there by like two to check out the venue. And then I ha- actually happen to sh- uh, go to school with a college friend that lives in that area, so I'm going to meet up with her and her, meet her family and all that kind of mm-hmm. thing Saturday night, and then uh, and then shoot the wedding on Sunday. Cool. Um, now, now let's let's talk about this uh, this assistant since you've never worked with a, yes. this person before. You yes. never met him. Yes. Um, how do how do you go about communicating? Uh, do you guys talk over the phone? H- have you guys talked over the phone yet, yes. or have you just been sending like uh, like a timeline over by email? Yes. What's um. So um, I'm looking at. Are my, you nervous? Or no, like, I'm not. And I normally, it's because. Um, I'm never going to work with somebody that I don't fully trust. And mm-hmm. I think getting the recommendation from Eric that referral was, was, was big. very, was part of that component. Mm-hmm. Right. But then like you can pretty much tell by looking at somebody's website and, and seeing what their about section looks like, you kind of get a feel for them. At mm-hmm. least that's what our about section should be doing. It's, it's almost like, you know, we're hiring, I'm hiring a wedding photographer as a client and I'm kind of like, would I work with this guy, you know? Yeah. And um, so I reached out to him and he got back in a very, over the course of 11 emails as I'm looking back and forth between our emails. Um, okay. So good communication. That's good. Very positive, you know, explanation points. Got a nice smile on his face. He's actually, um, he's uh, challenged with his hair. This is in the similar way that we are. Nice okay. smile. You can just tell by somebody's photos sometimes. <laughs> it's going to be fine. And uh, we went back and forth a number of times, agreed on a price. Um, and prices are a little bit different. Out mm-hmm. in that side of the world compared okay. to our area. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but we eventually agreed on a price, and uh, and then I we've been going back and forth, and you know he's quick to respond. Mm-hmm. You know when I asked him what his meal choice was for the wedding, that matters. You okay. know, like yeah. like all those little things kind of add up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so I'm not worried about him at all. And then I, I gave him the itinerary a few days ago, got right back to me, and I mentioned to him, well, here's my big thing. I always say, actually, I'll read what I wrote to him in the email. I said, if you don't mind shooting me a text that way earlier that morning, I really appreciate it just because that puts my nerves at ease knowing my second shooter is up and ready to roll. Um, I had a not great experience with that once a number of years ago. Mm -hmm. And that little text makes my heart happy going into a wedding day, especially when I'm working with somebody new and I'm sure you get it. Yeah. Smiley face. Anyway, the best number for me is blah, blah, blah. And then I go on. But, but that little, those little communications I think are important. Then he got right back to me and he's like, yeah, man, that all sounds great. I usually reach out in the morning anyway, smiley face. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I told, I have no worries going into this wedding. You can kind of pick up on somebody's vibe, Mm -hmm. um, you know, through their communication. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So for all of you, uh, second shooters out there, that's, that's how you, uh, respond to a photographer. To main photographer. Yeah. Especially seconds that are there. If you're looking into, if you're newer and you're looking to second for somebody, mm-hmm. your communication is huge. How, you yeah. know, it's, add exclamation points and smiley faces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Being a positive person. We all yeah. want to work with positive people. And that's, I think like the little thing that a lot of people kind of miss. They're like, uh, you know, why aren't I booking this wedding or why, why won't this, person let me second shoot with them or whatever sometimes it's luck of the draw but sometimes people in life want to work with people that make them feel comfortable and are likable Mm -hmm. and so really a lot of times it's like we need to learn to be the best version of ourselves and as long as we're improving ourselves and other people can see that we're trying to do that and whatever then you know more things might start happening for you yeah and that's just a little life advice for for whoever's listening (laughs) 
Um, okay, so that's what's up with me and so now. Yeah, let's get to these questions because they keep coming in. Yes, let's do it. Yeah. So listeners, we have an assortment of handpicked information that's relevant to you, but just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi-weekly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. Bye, bye wedding photographers. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Bye, wedding photographers. There we go. Now I finally got it. Okay. Uh, the show goes live roughly every other week. And while we're ahead, please do leave us a review on iTunes. Subscribe in iTunes. Uh, and uh, the review in iTunes, guys, come on, yes, come on. We haven't had any reviews in like in like three, four, five weeks now. Come on, if you're yeah, listening, and, and you we haven't know done that, that there's hundreds of you. Yeah, that's right. We know how many people are listening. We can see. I see those numbers. Mm-hmm. There's more of you that are enjoying the show and not leaving a review. What the hell? Yeah. All you do is you go and you go to iTunes. You open it up and you say, "Hey, we, you leave stars, and hopefully you leave more than stars and leave words, and then other people can find the show, and that makes our hearts happy." You mm-hmm. see how that works? Yeah. We give you information. You leave us reviews. That's how it works. That's all we ask. Nothing more than that. Yeah. Just like just like how you want clients to go to a wedding wire and leave you uh, fantastic reviews. Exactly. Simple. You know? That's all you got to do. Makes it feel good, doesn't it? Takes less than five minutes yeah be a humanitarian it. people That's it. leave a review <laughs> okay uh, and then also please help us help you by sending in questions info at weddingphotographersunite.com nobody does that everybody uses the facebook group instead <laughs> go to the facebook group and we prefer to talk with you rather than at you okay so now like i said we didn't know what we were talking about today and I, I feel like we sat down we started talking we probably could have just gone the whole show just like that don't even need topics. No. We just talk about our business. Yeah. We could have just kept going. Okay. But no, we, we, we put questions out oh. in the group. So now we have a lot of questions we to answer. And now we're, <laughs> <laughs> and we're probably not going to even get through half of them. We'll see. Um, but actually, what I did want to do is go back to some of the older things. The other things that have been going on in the group. And one of the things that somebody posted about is, do we charge late fees? Thanks, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Do we charge late fees? If so, exactly what do you do to enforce it? Okay. Um, um, do you charge late fees? My mo- my wife wants to, but I don't. Yeah, because it only happens like once every three or four yeah. years that yes. I have to worry about something. Exactly. And and if that happens, then you know you try you try and get to get some communication of what's going on. Uh, and and you know what? It's always the people with a lot of money, yeah. like like these high top lawyers and the father who's like a multi millionaire. It's like how how are these people have so much money and. D- yeah. don't pay things on time they don't pay things right but but we know that they have money it's just trying to get a hold of them those are the clients that they're are usually late yeah, it's because they're busy, they're busy too and, and, the they, and they also always have people doing it for them yes so they're not like forwarding emails or forwarding yes. invoices to the people who actually take care of the money yeah which is weird but um but anyway those are the people that we have to worry about and then like i said that only happens every couple of years so yes uh, but no not not me, but so, if you if you have this happening a lot, then yes, I would say let's let's start doing it. Yes. So in my contract, I actually have a late fee if they like go over a certain like if the like if the gallery I say that the gallery is going to be up for three months mm-hmm. and they have to complete their wedding book changes by then if they have a wedding book in their collection, and they uh, I say that I say it's like one hundred seventy five bucks or something to reopen the gallery. How many times have I charged that? How many times? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Because I'm not going to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But I am uh, going to leave it in there because I want to scare people into getting their freaking wedding book changes into me yeah. before before they forget. Mm-hmm. I like to, I don't like to hold on to things. I want my changes in yeah. so I can get them their wedding book. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? That's good. I don't want to hang on to things. Oh, you're talking about wedding albums and stuff. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I make wedding books. Yeah. I do that. It's part of my job. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so yeah, I don't charge any late fees. I just don't feel like... I feel like I, I'm i just all about... I want to get the amount of money I want to get up front 
and then I don't want to deal with money again. I yeah. want to be, I want to be their photographer. I want to be a little bit of their friend, but not too much. I want to keep it professional, but I want to be a little bit of their friend too. And a friend doesn't charge money after they, you know, on late fees, mm-hmm. you know, I would rather get the referral. Oh, we love Andy instead of, Oh, Andy charges a late fee. Andy is just a business and he doesn't care about me. He just yeah. wants his late fee money. Yeah. Sorry. No, I don't want to be that person. I want to be Andy. Oh, we love Andy. He, he left the gallery open for us next month. That was great. Oh. Thanks, Andy. You know? And then maybe they send then, me their friends. Then they'll walk over you even, even some more. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. their friends will be like, well, yeah. you left it open for half a year for so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Always. Yeah. So that's, so maybe we're wrong, Ashley, but we don't. We could be, but that's, you know, everybody's business is different. Yeah. Yeah. You got to decide who you are in your business. Mm-hmm. That's my best comment. Uh, and then, so we're going to go to the questions that we've been getting here. So, Okay. I'm just going to, I don't, haven't even read or I like skimmed these. So we're going to go question by question. James, we love James. Yeah. He's a good dude. He's, he's like, I can't even do, he's a, listener, I, I do and now a Scotland he's, he's a friend and he's on our show and we love him. Um, and he's, he's like the first, he comments on things and, and he was the first to comment and he's, he's, he's got a question. He says the important, the contracts or has it been covered? All right. That's the rest of the show. Let's talk about contracts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, the importance of contracts or has it been covered and is, and there's a lot and actually the second part of the question I'm actually more interested in because that's actually uh, been kind of I have some thoughts on that so I don't think we're going to go like in depth in depth but maybe we will maybe we'll talk for an hour the rest of the show about contracts but uh, are, impor- are contracts important Neil are they important mm. do, do they matter <laughs> yeah they 100%, do 100% yeah okay yeah, that's, what happens if you don't have a contract um I don't even know. You just what if you're not covered? Uh, you're yeah. just, So if I don't have a contract just, and I shoot a wedding, I know I never shot without a contract. I don't know. Yeah, I actually never did either. Or maybe I did like free shoots when yeah. I was like first starting with like models and stuff like that oh, okay, without yeah. a contract. Yeah. But like, anytime I took oh. American money mm-hmm. or any kind of money for that fact, uh, I've always had a contract. Yeah. Uh, because you don't want to be in a situation where somebody doesn't like something and you are screwed. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the extent we've talked in depth about contracts in one episode, haven't we? Didn't oh we? yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. If not, maybe we should. I, mean, I don't know. We're on episode 69 right now. So this could have been like episode four. I, I don't know. Yeah. Isn't it funny? 69 episodes. It's crazy. How is that possible? I have no idea. Neither do I. Um, <laughs> but honestly though uh i think we should i should put that on a topic for like a separate entire show as like a main topic to Mm -hmm. talk about contracts maybe when we have jimmy and james back on kind of a thing yeah what's getting loud in here Uh, yeah someone's walking down the hall with a metal cart oh wow did you hear that everybody yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, but honestly, I'm going to put that on a topic to actually cover as a full episode or at least have as a main topic as an episode. I'm going to put that on here right now because I actually think that's one we could talk about and actually wouldn't mind like busting out my contract yeah, and like going over some of the main things and some of the thing. sections we have in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but how important? Super important. Yeah, it's very important. Um, Do not shoot one without it. And that's why we should Signed have that as a main episode topic. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay, and then uh, and then there's been a lot of chat regarding what to do if you fall ill or if there's an issue with family members that um, like if you have. So I think some photographer got super sick or he put, there was a, a news article that was going around. Mm. I don't remember I exactly it. where it came up, but uh, some photographer basically uh, his child was very sick mm. and he had to make the decision to go to this wedding. Um, when he was really not sure and he's like, and he was at, he gets to the wedding and he's like, why am I even here right now? My kid is homesick. Um, am I a horrible person for being here and mm-hmm. doing this when I should be home? And it kind of was this drama that he had kind of played out in his head and he kind of wrote an article about, um, ultimately, it, you know, it ended up being okay that he did, I think from what I recall from this article. Um, but, uh, yeah, so so that was where that that kind of comes from. But um, if we do get ill, or if we have a kid that or a child, or like, where would we draw the line? Like, it's like if you have a kid, and at what point, how sick would the kid need to be before we said that we couldn't go to a wedding if it yeah. was like our main wedding? Like that is a scary thought and topic. Um, yeah. um, but apparently, I think this guy from the article uh, basically said that he um like actually had somebody who he knew like in his back pocket that was like as talented as he was and was available and he mm-hmm. could have called him but he didn't you know um Ooh. it was part of the thing and so i don't know um like at some point i feel like you know like we a couple books us and we and we just what we were talking about before like we really wanted to be like oh we love neil we love andy like they're booking us for us you know mm-hmm. and our quality of work and our personalities and all that and for them to get somebody else i think is very tough and difficult and then we know that and we obviously want to be there no matter what um is mm-hmm. going on but at some point um we might have to make that decision and i think that decision is going to be different for everybody on a personal level um how bad things would have to be with if we had a sick child or a sick parent or a sick significant other yeah and well, there's there's that one episode that we did when my gr- grandmother had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, had horrible audio that that episode, but um, but if if you can go back and listen to it, it was a very emotional uh, episode for me. But pretty much what I did is uh, I sh- I shot the uh, the morning of, and then my mother, or I'm sorry, my my wife, she uh, she took over the rest of the day, and um, so I could go to the funeral. Um, so you kind of always kind of keep these things in the back of your mind of what you would do in these certain situations. Um, but it's, it's nice for me that, uh, my wife was able to take over. Um, but if it's a situation where she can't, of course I would, I would make some phone calls. Um, you know, we have, we have a good community here in Buffalo, New York. It's where I do, I do have a lot of photographers and of course, Andy would probably be my, my first phone call I would make and, uh, and then just kind of take it from there and see, mm-hmm. see, um, who can help? Yeah. I mean, I think and at I, some of point course I would do, I would do the same in return to anybody who needs my help. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think at some point we would have to make that decision. Um, and that it's a personal decision, you mm-hmm. know, what point that would be. But I think obviously when, if you get to that point where you need to make that decision and sometimes you would need to, um, I think we need to do the smart thing and make that decision yeah. and just basically be honest with the couple. And I was just going to say um, that you got to put yourself out there and be a hundred percent honest with your, with your clients. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, this is the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be an emotional wreck if I'm there at the wedding today. Um, it, it is what it is. I have to do what I have to do. I really hope that you understand. Um, and hopefully if they're good people, they will. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, um, 
then that is what it is and yeah. you'll have to deal with the aftermath but at some point you have to make the decision and uh and let's go back to contracts we do have that section in our contract where in case these events do arrive um you know there's a little section in there um describing what what we would do and if we cannot be there or replace have a replacement um all monies are returned so because mm-hmm. that's 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 on our doing not theirs yep. so absolutely yeah um okay uh luke luke's here luke says i used to shoot live view roughly five percent of the time during a wedding day ring shots double exposure etc mm-hmm. that's cool yeah um but ever since buying the, D- the 5d4 last year um that number has gradually crept up maybe 50 percent of all images from a wedding day um the dpaf is that an electronic viewfinder what is that or what is it what is dpaf on the 5D4 is truly remarkable. What is a DPAF? I don't know. I'm not a Canon guy. I don't know their lingo. Is that the viewfinder? Or the... Let me look it up really quick. Yeah. Autofocus? On the, sensor autofocus. Okay. okay. So, um, yeah, from depth from depth of focus. My, dual pixel autofocus. Oh, dual pixel. Ah. Because, uh, that's right. Okay, because that's that new feature on the, on the 5D4. Gotcha. So, the dual pixel autofocus. Got it. Um and the 5d4 is truly remarkable so so that just means that it's really great to focus in live view which i would love to see the next step on these cameras where man if, if you know if it was uh, man i'm hoping nikon comes out with a mirrorless or canon comes you know the, um that's that uses the full body the full frame mm-hmm. uh lenses or just in the same system would be awesome yeah and and he says as nikon users what's our relationship with live view well, I had to use it once before because my, my camera was out of, out of whack and I kind of had to use live view because my, 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 uh, my viewfinder wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was all, it was all hazy. Couldn't figure it out. But uh, anyway, um, I used live view and there's that pause. Like as soon as you click the button, there's like this pause. This oh, where yeah. It's like it feels like it's, Trying taking, to focus. it's taking like a 10 second exposure. Yeah, can't do it. And you're thinking like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so blurry. <laughs> and then you look at it and, and it's, it's completely fine. Yeah. Uh, but it just kind of freaks me out. There's, a, I, I can't have that that long pause there. So if yeah. if Nikon were, were you mean, you mean the five to ten, ten seconds of autofocus yeah, so weird. weirdness, yeah, it's it's yeah. I, I it drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, like oh, but, but for that, <laughs> whoa, 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 and then it locks in finally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But for that reason, that I, I don't use it um, unless I really really have to, which I did have to on on one one wedding. Um, but my gosh, the amount of pictures I didn't like didn't take i mean i took i took like i don't know about 600 pictures that day yeah because i was using live view yes compared to my normal like 1500 right. oh yeah <laughs> well that and, and not it's good like, light that 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 is uh, autofocus wait time yeah kills you yeah now uh okay so first of all luke that's cool and second of all uh <laughs> Uh, if you haven't heard the episode that we talked with Sam Hurd about live view, and I think it's called something like live view, something like that with Sam Hurd. It was like in the twenties. I think the episodes in the twenties or something like that. Maybe even before that. Um, we talked a lot about this cause he was big into using live view on the D seven fifty, And so his whole thing um, is like focusing in manual and not moving. Like if his, if his subjects are staying where they are, like if they're, like he'll shoot at one four and not move or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, as long as you're not moving, um, you're good. Um, and, and so if you're shooting manual, it's going to fire off right away. Um, but 
uh, that said, I, I shot like that a little bit, or I will in certain situations. Um, but uh, my main use of live view is every time I do a ring shot, I'm in live view every single time on the D750. Um, because I use hot lights for that and I want to see what I'm going to get um, mm-hmm. because it's, the ring shots are very specific in terms of making them look good. And if you don't know what you're going to get, it, it's a total crapshoot in my opinion. Um, if I shoot with like a 135 macro um, and I have an idea of like where I'm setting up my Boca and getting all that stuff going, but um, live view is the way to do those in my opinion. Um, and... Uh, but that's really kind of the only time I'm in live view consistently. Sometimes I'll go into live view at other ca- in, uh, on other rare occasions. Now, um, I would shoot live view a lot more if it had this DPAF function on it, right? I would I would totally be shooting up to 50% like you're doing mm-hmm. or maybe more. But I would honestly still rather have that in the viewfinder than I would on the back of a screen because of all the sun coming in and all that kind of thing. So... If if I could have EVF in the viewfinder, um, exactly like I do with my Fuji, which is why I was talking about the Fuji and mm-hmm. all that, mm-hmm. um, which Eric, you know, turned us turned me on to to some extent. Originally, originally Eric, I apologize. There was an episode like we had Eric on. We were talking about Fujis, and then like an episode or two later, I was like, we had Eric on, and I don't like Fujis, but thanks for thanks for letting me know. And then I had and then I shot with Roman, and Roman was using a Fuji. And then I shot with the Fuji. I'm like, oh, oh, I kind of get the Fuji now. It's cool. You can see what you're in the screen and it's like cheating. And then (laughs) I've been using the Fuji for a long time and I still love the Fuji, but I actually am kind of gotten to the point where I want to shoot my night. I might just go back to the double Nikons and still have the Fuji. The Fuji is a great home camera or like going off part camera, but I sometimes miss shots because the autofocus isn't quite up to par, probably with what the A9 was. But but it opened my eyes to really, 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 really wanting basically this. I want this. I want mm-hmm. I want EVF. I want it I want this dual pixel autofocus or whatever we need to do to make electronic viewfinder happen and happen as quick as traditional focusing. Let's do it. Let's go there. Come on, Nikon. Mm-hmm. Let's go all the way there. And I know that Sony pretty much has but I'm just not ready to drop the seven to nine grand. I'm switching and going over there. Yeah. Not ready. So Nikon, come on, do it, do it. I know. Okay. Um, I hope that answers your question, Luke, on where we fall with our relationship with live view. Mm-hmm. Next question. Kevin. Kevin says, I have a wedding tomorrow and it's supposed to rain hard all day. The ceremony is at a church and the venue for the reception isn't exactly the most photogenic. Do you have any rainy day stories? Or advice. I'm I'm, I'm laughing because uh, I shot a wedding three weeks ago, and this couple wanted rain on their on their wedding day, and, and it, it didn't, didn't rain. They were upset. Well, up until they, they were mad because you couldn't make it rain. I did make it rain. Um, I saw. I saw. Yeah, yeah, saw no, 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 I saw. Yeah. I saw. But go, uh, but go explain. The, where, where did they get married? Um, it was. It's a. It's a. Okay, the venue where they got married at is located conveniently next to a car wash. And uh, I had this crazy idea saying, you know, we can make it rain. We have umbrellas because they want an umbrella rainy kind of shot. And uh, and we walked over to the, uh, the car wash and I was like, okay, there's a rinse cycle so it doesn't have any soap or anything. And the, uh, the hose extended quite far. So I put them around the corners to where it didn't have any light spill and all that stuff. 
had them pose with an umbrella, and Danielle she uh, she made it rain right behind the right behind the client. So she did. And she just she just went crazy with it, and uh, and I had a had a had a light set up in the in the background, you know, covered it with a plastic bag and everything, and uh, the flash went off and caught all the. I mean, it was it wasn't like a rain. It was it was more like a like a big mist, but it was it was it turned out pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we made it rain. So it's kind of crazy, but, but this is, but this question is, um, completely opposite, uh, from, from what we did in my situation, but I just, I just had to share that no, story. No. So, so the next time, if you're listening and you're a wedding <laughs> photographer, the next time a couple is upset at you because you can't make it rain, just realize that other photographers can, and, yes. and you need to, you need to do something. Hey, about that. We're, you know, we're problem solvers. We, yes. uh, you know, get creative. Yeah. But but yeah, same thing here. I right, let's let's get creative. Let's let's you know, it's I always tell people it's not about the location, it's about the lighting. So try mm-hmm. and find good lighting and even if you can't find good lighting, create good light, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping that you do have some off-camera flash. Uh you can make the the worst location look amazing with amazing with amazing Wait, light. Stop. So yes, stop. go ahead Andy. Stop. Yeah, stop. W- me. What you just said mm-hmm. is what I always say, but your version is way better and way more <laughs> concise. Say it again. You said oh, say. you said it's not about here it is because because sometimes people get so freaked out about location mm-hmm. and it just it's it drives me insane that people get so freaked out about location. I can go in anything and I can see light and if I see light, I'm going to make something work. And this mm-hmm. is basically my description. I'm like, yeah. you know, I can walk into a room and, uh, you know, it's my job. I'll show up for the bridesmaids in the morning. And it's a disaster. It's my job to make things look great. Mm-hmm. But you just said it in one quick little sentence and I need to steal that from you. <laughs> you ahead. said... Hold on. Let me remember. If I need to, I'll rewind. But you said it's not about location. Mm-hmm. It's about light. Yes. Yes, it's it about is. Light and it lighting. Really is. Absolutely. And people need to recognize. And, I, you know, I actually have two two samples in my studio. One is in an album. It's where I took a couple. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. I took, a, I took a couple down in the basement of their venue where the bathrooms are. Yes. And it was this long hallway with mirrors and like this really cool kind of low lighting situation. And I just lit it up with, you know, a couple flashes and got creative and it turned out absolutely beautiful. So when I tell people, you know, that was just taking it down in the bathrooms in the basement. Yes. They're like, oh my gosh, wow. And then, and then I have, and then I have this print right here that's right, that's hanging on the wall. And that was taken right outside in the parking lot. Yes. Uh, of, You'd never of the know. venue too. So it's, it's all about the light and, yes. and what you guys can do. So, you know, and, and this is, and this will challenge you. I, I know it's kind of scary saying, you know their their church and venue isn't isn't really photographic but you know this is a challenge for you to to get outside of your comfort zone and create some magic for them yes and uh, oh you just said magic and i was gonna say oh, yeah. that, that that i was literally just gonna say the good photographers are like magicians mm-hmm. or you should be once you reach a certain level as a photographer you can be like a magician in terms of like like what you just described with the garage shot or whatever, yeah. The or the, the uh, you made it rain. The car wash. The yeah. car wash. Mm-hmm. L- ladies and gentlemen, if you look at this car wash, this is some like shitty ass car wash <laughs> and like the side <laughs> I, of the I road. I did post a picture yeah. of it. Yeah, and it's like if you're a good photographer, you can make a shitty like like literally like imagine the dirtiest shittiest car wash that you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, this was pretty bad. And and but. <laughs> I don't mean to talk bad. About, I don't, I'm not. I don't even know what it looks like. I'm just saying. I'm you know. But it's like you can take something like that and you can make it amazing if you know how to light things and know what the important elements are or the mm-hmm. things that can that can create the magic. Good photographers are like magicians. So when we so what Neil is saying, like yes, it's. Uh, I mean, it would. 
if the church is dark or whatever, we can go. Like if a bride is concerned with the rain, don't. I just want to say, don't be, don't mm-hmm. be. I'm going to make something happen every single time. We'll, we'll if you let me go into a room with a window with any kind of window light, I'm going to make stuff happen for you guys. Mm-hmm. Wedding parties are a little bit tougher. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But but as far as like the couple goes, there's literally nothing nothing to worry about ever. As far as that goes, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, take advantage of the weather. You know. Ma- Rain, rain can be really, really beautiful. Some of my best shots were were done in the rain. So, um, you know, create some magic out there. Yeah, and you got to convince the bride because different yeah. brides are different. Yep. But it's how have you have some umbrellas. If yes. you don't have umbrellas, go buy some umbrellas. If you don't buy umbrellas, if it's too late, borrow an umbrella from the limo driver. They always have some. Yes. So, and actually, let me get back to Kevin's question here because I just want to think about it from a little bit of a different perspective, I think. So he says, I have a wedding tomorrow and it's supposed to rain hard all day. Ceremonies at a church and the venue for the reception isn't the most photogenic, the venue. Right. Okay. So we did actually address that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just want to say the other part of that is if you do have a bride that's like super doesn't want to get her dress, you know, wet at all. And you know, we have, there's different kinds of people, you know, different kinds of brides. Mm -hmm. I still think we should be, educating people that's part of our job but if you really do run into situations where you need to find something you know there are get under a bridge get under uh, find anything that has any kind of cover over it know where these things are in your city and in emergency situations Mm -hmm. you know you can have the limo go there use an umbrella walk to these underhanging things whatever they might be and then you know and then it's your job to create the magic part of it if Mm -hmm. you're under a garage or whatever you know i've I've shot i've shot uh wedding parties in um in parking garages before yeah and they look awesome oh they they can look amazing if you know what you're doing like shoot shoot a 200 put them in the right light Mm -hmm. um and it's more about their energy and connecting with each other and and all the you know the lights in the background kind of blur out Mm -hmm. and whatever it's like there's ways to do this yeah but i even shot a wedding party underneath a viaduct yeah. It turned out really cool. I mean, there was like all these vines and all this stuff growing all over the place. It was kind of cool. So, yeah, get creative out there, guys. Yeah. Ross. Hi, Ross. Thanks for being in our group. Thanks for asking the question. We appreciate you. <laughs> what to do when your mirror falls apart during a wedding? post on here and get it fixed during dinner while supervising on your second body or surviving on your second body for the speeches it was a close call yes always post here first that was a question we're all shooting weddings at the same time and, and checking checking facebook of course but uh yeah but yes always post here first and then um and then yeah that's 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 what your second body is there for so you did you did everything correctly yeah i'm so nervous now i always have the third body now that and that was part of the reason why i got the fuji and now i would Mm -hmm. be nervous without the food without the three i'd be paranoid i would be paranoid yeah i already am like i already was even when i was always shooting the two bodies i was always paranoid i can't imagine shooting one body i can't even imagine shooting one body you are Uh insane if you are bringing one camera to a wedding if you're bringing one camera to a wedding with one card slot (laughs) slot you just need to i don't even i don't even know i don't even know what to tell you yeah like your cell phone is pretty much your backup go back to 2004 Uh -uh. and even then 
It doesn't matter. You need backups, people. You need backups of backups. You need to be shooting the two cards and you need backups of everything. You need to be thinking, hey, what if this lens breaks? What lens am I going to use? Hey, what if that breaks? What am I going to do? What if that split? You need to be prepared and be there and know what's going on. Part of the gig, people. Trust me, man. These are weddings. If anything can bad happen, it happens. It's it's crazy. Bring extra pants. Extra pants in the car. Oh, yeah. Or make sure that there's coals nearby. Yeah. Like Andy. I talked to you about the zipper story <laughs> yeah. way earlier. Way earlier on, I talked about that zipper story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Extra pants. Have them. Megan. Megan. Hello, Megan. Megan's, uh, she's written, she's written to us before. Um, hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. Uh, any tips to start booking destination weddings? If you had to give one or two quick tips, Neil, what would you say? Oh, gosh. I'm looking at her profile picture and it's of a bride and girl. I don't know if that, is that her? beautiful picture wait a second that's in iceland yes it is matter of fact i was literally just there a few weeks ago yeah that's got to be her but she totally they must have had they must have had a hard time pulling everybody away i know exactly where that was that's on the southern coast of iceland yeah very popular i was literally uh, just there you can pretty much walk right up to that waterfall can't you yes you can and and that's why i'm shocked that there's no people megan um let us know let me know why are there no people back there how did you do that because there was people everywhere photographer uh, photoshopped you know some people out of yeah there. which which i've done before but usually i can tell i don't think they did i think they they might have had it sectioned off or maybe they do that for a wedding i don't know megan how'd you do that how'd you yeah, do it yeah all the rocks look yeah okay different um so w- tips tips what do you got tips 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 oh to get into it oh yeah. man see see i'm at the point is where i'm getting trying to get out of them yeah um but to get into them like i don't even want to think about that <laughs> uh, well, uh, um, I don't even remember. I, I don't know. I, I really didn't. When I, when I got into them, I just one of my first weddings. I, it it yeah. was a, it was a it was a destination. Yeah. And uh, of course, you show those images off, and yeah. Um, and then you just get more requests and things like that. It I just think it happens snowball, naturally. So I, I think it happens organically. I, I, think, I think so too. There's not really a, a plan. Unless you unless you say really beat in people's minds that you know you love to travel you'd love you want to do destination work and maybe your your following will will pick up on that and say hey you know yeah so I think hmm. I think maybe see I've never really wanted more destination weddings so I've never really they're tough it's tough yes. work you you have yes. to know what you're getting yourself into because you. it's a lot of work for yes. just about the same amount of money as where you can just you know do a 20 minute drive in in, in your in the same town yes um so yeah. that that's always been my thing I've always been like listen guys in in a past life I was a music teacher and in, as a music teacher <clears throat> I like did all this stuff I like I like presented um, tech conferences, you mm-hmm. know, in New York State, and did all these things. And I was like, "Oh, this is so cool! I'm the technology chairperson for such and such a music teacher." But you know, nobody else cares. You know what I mean? Nobody mm-hmm. else cares. And like, and, that, and once once I became a photographer, and I've been doing this seven years full time now. I made the decision that like, I'll step my foot in. You know what I mean? As far as like trying to do that, but I'm not like. I don't want to be one of these people that like, I don't want to be like a Jerry Gahonis or like, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to be one of those people because I would rather just be home and photograph weddings home and make a decent living home. Yeah. And I don't really want to like have to have these relationships with these people 
in order to have more relationships with these people in order to have more relationships with these people that I don't really care about. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I want to, I want to be home with my, my girlfriend, maybe something else soon. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and like, I want to have a nice life at home. And so like this, so like when I started, I did a few destination weddings earlier on and like there's, it seems like there's drama and, and glamour and it, and there is, mm-hmm. and it's cool. And yeah. people fly you places or, and you go places and you do things. But it's so much work that it's like, yeah, and it's for like we just said, not mu- not that much more money. Mm-hmm. So I guess here's the thing: if you do want to be one of those people and you do want to book more destination weddings, first of all, be careful what you wish for. And the second thing is, I think you need to, because if I wanted to do more, I would have it more over my website, and I would have it more in places that made it look like I could or want to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's how you, you right? What do you do? You you show it more on your website. Oh, definitely. You talk more about it. Talk more. And social definitely media. Definitely talk more. Yeah. Yep. yep. And, uh, man. I don't know. See, I'm going back and forth of if I still want to do them or not. You know, I, I think we could, we've, my wife and I, we've come to the terms that saying, you know, if, if there's a location that comes about, it's where we've never been to before, we'll, we'll do it. But, I mean, we've, we've done so many, like, in Jamaican stuff. We're kind of we're kind of over it. Right. And New places. Yeah, new, oh, new places. If, if I'm going across yeah. the world, then there might be an opportunity for us. Mm-hmm. We were talking about yeah, that earlier. Yeah. And the, oh, pers- yeah, the person yeah. we know who's talking about knows we're talking about that. Mm-hmm. And this is an inside thing. Just yeah. for me, you, and that person, <laughs> and not anybody else who's listening right now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, yeah I mean, that, if it's that, a new that, location we haven't been to or something mm-hmm. like that, I'm like, yeah, that's cool because it's, it's cool, you mm-hmm. know? But... Um, it's different. Yeah. Get some new shots. But I'm not, here's, here's my thing. If like all of a sudden here, and here's, I guess here's my point. I would never seek it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I've never seeked it out. Yeah. So like, even what I said about the Jerry Honus, like if all of a sudden everybody was like, Oh my God, Andy, Buscemi, you're an amazing photographer. And we want you to teach all over the world. And people kept asking me, how many me to do it? I would probably do it. And I'd be like, okay, but I'm not like out there trying to seek that out. Like, I feel like some people are. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm just, I just don't care. Like, you have to come to me. If you want, if you come to me, people, if you want me to do something like that, I'm not coming to you. I'm not like putting in like, oh, I want to present it such and such and do this and do that. I just don't care. But if, but if people want, you know, outside of this podcast, this podcast, I feel like is, I, I enjoy the podcast because I actually enjoy talking and mm-hmm. I enjoy our craft, but I'm, I'm me on this podcast and I'm not like somebody else right do you know what i mean yeah. like that's that's what my deal is you picking up picking up no, what I'm I, laying I, down? I get you definitely yeah yeah definitely so so yeah i i think they just have to happen naturally and when that situation does happen you market the hell out of it you know you just post it everywhere and and do some humble bragging and and all that stuff so yeah i just post my one photo on social media a month that's what i do but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> but my tip is is uh, don't take advantage of it and treat it like a vacation. Just don't. It's it's just it gives the wedding the destination wedding um, industry a bad rap when when photographers do that. Um, you know, nothing boils my blood more than than seeing a destination wedding photographer enjoying some margaritas on the beach and saying, "Oh, I'm working a wedding." Um, because and they're just taking advantage of the situation. Um, we should arrive, shoot, do our job, and then leave. And that's how, because you have to think about it this way: is destination wedding industry is is 
somewhat different from the normal wedding industry. So we have to treat it like a whole new industry and business. And you have to respect that. Because there are destination wedding photographers who only do destinations. So you have to respect their work and the, the, the things that they do um, and not ruin it for them and everybody else of, by treating it like a vacation. If you do treat it like a vacation, keep it on, under wraps. Um, don't brag about it because your clients might see it and be like, oh my gosh, they're, they don't care about being here for us. They, they only care about enjoying themselves. So that's, that's my tip to destination wedding photographers. Okay. So I had to get that off my mind. Neil, it's going to be, we're going to have a good length episode here. Yeah. We've got like three or four. Sorry more. about that. I know. That's good. Um, I think we're going to skip Lindsay's for a second and come back to it because they're conundrums and they're, we can end on the conundrums. Okay. Uh, Stephen asks, how do you avoid burnout? And there's people that liked his response there. <laughs> um, yeah. I think you avoid burnout by shooting for yourself after you're, sh- after you're done shooting for the couple. Mm. You're always shooting for the mm. couple first. You know, getting the shots that you need to get, traditional mm-hmm. shots, make mom and dad happy, mm-hmm. do your job. But then after you've done your job, you have to be creative or do something that you want to do or or throw a pink filter on a flash or just do something stupid and different you haven't done before to make it be something you want to do. And I think the other way to avoid burnout is I think what I've just recently done, which is, you know, like my workflow is is much quicker on editing these weddings now mm-hmm. and I've got kind of a system down. So, you know, I, I treat, a, you know, a part of my job as a job and the other part of it as I'm going to be a creative and do, and I'm so lucky to do what I do and I better be taking advantage of it because, uh, you know, we, you know, I guess in a, in a certain kind of way I've made it, you know what I mean? To doing what I had wanted to do. And uh, I'm not going to take it, take that for granted. And I'm, and I'm going to always keep that in mind. I think that's the other part of that too, mm-hmm. is always keeping that in mind that I'm so lucky to do what I do. And, um, and then really just, uh, trying to find and do something different, yeah. um, that, that I haven't done before surprise myself. That's the thing that's about photography is that there, I'm always learning something. You know, what? I learned something new, uh, at a wedding like three weeks ago, technically yeah. that I didn't know. And I feel so dumb for shooting <laughs> for seven years of my life without knowing this thing. You ready? This is what I learned. You know how on a flash that goes on your camera, mm-hmm. there's the two flaps on top. Yeah. There's the one little bounce card. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other flap that comes over and goes on top of the flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what the bounce card's for. And I thought I had an idea of what the little flappy thing, plastic thing was for. But I... I always just tuck that back. (laughs) Right. And leave the bounce up. Right. Me too. Yeah. So... (laughs) I always thought it was like a diffuser. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. But So I thought the point of that thing was so that you could decrease the, the... level of flash you know if you go like if so if you're shooting a flash at 1 over 128 or the lowest amount that your flash mm-hmm. is capable of i thought oh well if you want to shoot less than 1 over 128 you can put that down and you'll get less power out of the flash because it has to go through that first and that is true mm-hmm. that is true that's partially true makes sense but the other part of that is 
and and listeners, if I'm wrong about this, I thought I learned this from somebody very technically smart. And I guess this is true, and I still haven't looked it up since, but I'm assuming that this is true. Uh, so he, the, the, other, the real reason for that is, is anytime you have that bounce flash up, that should be down. That little plastic thing should be down too, and here's why. Because it is a diffuser, mm. it helps bounce the light back on that bouncy flash card and then go out. And when I questioned um, my second photographer on this who was telling me about this, he was like, no, this is 100% accurate, and here's why. Because when you put that little flash, uh, that little plastic thing down, mm-hmm. you'll notice that you can't zoom in on the flash anymore. So, like, if, you, if, you have a, like a, if you're zoomed at 135 on the flash um, and you're shooting with a 20 millimeter, like, it'll go out. Like, it'll say 12 millimeters or something like mm-hmm. that because it's, it's diffusing and... Oh, okay. And so anytime that we use that bounce card, the, the, the bounce card, that should be down too. And I never did that. I only use just the little plastic piece. Yeah. But, you, but it makes sense. If you diffuse the light, the light's going to bounce back more on the flash and then therefore go, go out towards the subject more. Mm. Never knew that. Learned that. Learned that. Learned that two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago at a wedding. And from my second shooter. Yeah. Still learning. All right. So that's what's great about photography is we still learn. Yeah. And, and when we learn these things... Then we can apply them. Talk about it on our show. Just like we did. Now go leave us some re- more reviews. Please. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like our vibe today, man. It's a good vibe. We haven't done... We've had uh, guests on like, quite a bit. And yeah. we had like one recently that we did. But uh, this is, I feel like, our first one in person for a while. And like, this is... We got to... Yeah. Like, yeah. Our, like, things That's are... Yeah, good. Man, yeah. It's chill. I'm down. Okay. Um... <laughs> We've got a few, two, like two more questions and then the conundrums. Uh, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Thank you for listening in. You're over in the UK somewhere, if I recall. Um, discounts for certain groups. Oh, do we do discounts for certain groups? Nurses, armed mm. forces. Is it a good, good or bad thing? Does it lower your brand or uh, to ever give discounts? Um, uh, we, I have thoughts on that. Go ahead. We, uh, we hook up our, our military. Mm-hmm. Because we have a lot of love for our military, mm-hmm. um, so we, we we do certain shoots for police officers, first responders, because we we respect those guys too, and ladies, and um, and does it lower our brand? Uh, no, I th- I think that that actually uh, does the quite opposite for our brand. Um, we're very giving people, um, loving people, and and. We like to show it, and uh, I think I think that shows it shows our followers that we care about uh, those groups of people too. So I think it actually helps our brand, but everybody's different. So yeah, um, but giving discounts just to give discounts to anybody, then yeah, yeah that that'll lower your brand. But yes. if if it's if it's to to a certain group of people, then no. Yeah, but it's to a certain group of people, and they know they're getting it, and um, I think. Yes, uh, but always I always put that on your invoice so that they know they're getting the discount mm-hmm. and they know that it's a planned thing. It's mm-hmm. something set up ahead of time, and it's not just on a whim. And as long as it's not on a whim and it's planned ahead of time and you're putting it on your invoice, military discount, whatever it is, mm-hmm. for example, um, then I think that's okay. Yeah. And I don't think it degrades the quality of the brand at all, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> okay, Ed. Hello, Ed. Hi, Ed. 
Uh, what do you do when a client says all of your images are out of focus? Oh. Um, <laughs> number one, that's that's a tough question. Oh. Um, number one, okay, we did not pre-read. These no, I didn't. At all. I didn't. I didn't, <laughs> so. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't read these out at all. Um, uh, number one reason not to shooting and burn. What? What do you mean not shooting burn? No prints, albums sold to the client. What do you mean shooting and burn? Well, thank you, Ross. Um, and that says no prints or albums sold to the client. Um, why would they make a difference about them being out of focus? I agree with Ross. Um, I presume they weren't. They weren't. So are you meaning that they don't care enough about them or they just don't get your style? Well, I guess that is the real question. Are they legitimately out of focus? Yeah. Or is it or, the uploading program that you're, you're burning it to or, or uploading it to? Yeah, because sometimes there's there's certain programs out there that de- that lowers the quality of work. Yeah, like pixelates it or or whatever. And, and maybe the client thinks it's out of focus, but it's really pixelated. Maybe right. low quality. So I'm, I'm if, not sure. Yeah, if that's the case, I would I would double check. But man, all of your images, I would I would I would first go right into the raws and and pull those up in Lightroom and, yeah, and zoom in. Yeah, zoom in as much as possible. Zoom in and make sure that, that's number one. Um, and hopefully they're not. And and okay, so like. Um, we're not all perfect, and sometimes mm-hmm. you know like I'll have some out of focus images. Um, but uh, you know, I would I would take your images and I would zoom in on them, make sure you're good, and mm-hmm. as long as you're good, make and then make sure that the program that you're uploading these images into that the client is seeing them in is is doing its job. And if it's not doing its job, you got to troubleshoot that, make sure that it's doing its job, so the client isn't saying this. So either client's right, client's wrong. I don't know which one it is. Um, but you need to, those are the steps, the orders, the order you should go in to double check and make sure everything's looking good mm-hmm. and then make sure it's looking good to the client when they see them. Um, cause it's a, that's a two step process. Yeah. 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 Um, but I mean, if you're, if your images are out of focus, it, they're going to be out of focus in, in a print or an album anyway. Right. Um, so yeah, kind of not really understanding too much, yeah. but hopefully we kind of helped out a little bit. Yep. Okay, uh, so now we've got conundrums, and then that's going to end the show. Cool. Excellent. Um, I'm going to find my little conundrum clip that I haven't used in probably like 20 episodes and put it in right here. So here it is. Wedding photographer's conundrum. I'm doing that in editing. I we, didn't hear Neil anything. and I heard nothing. No, no. But, but when I edit the show, I'm going to put that little clip in. You know what's great about our shows now is I don't edit them at all. That's awesome. That's good. Like I don't, like, I don't edit them at all. Like I just like once in a while... Like we'll have like the one thing that I need to do. Mm-hmm. Like there was like a weird moment where something happened. But like so far the show, this is all it, people. This is us. Yeah, six, no sixty something episodes. The first episode. Oh, oh yeah. My gosh. Oh my god. I remember I how was like, nervous I was. Oh yeah. Shaking nervous. Yeah, it was like, bad. It was bad. I, I, I didn't even know what to say. Don't like, listen to those old yeah, episodes. Yeah, don't don't go back. Don't yeah, don't, don't uh, do that. Okay, you guys and, are going and, back right now. Oh, stop <laughs> steps. Don't. Uh, okay, fine. Yeah. Listen. And uh, so yeah, and and I would even like take out the ums. Um, from here to yeah, time. I was like, oh, did, oh, there's um, an um. um. So I'm like, uh, uh, um. uh, 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 and I would like take yeah. it out, like so self conscious in terms of uh-huh. talking and uh-huh. editing. No longer. Now yeah. it's just now. Now it's just it. Now there's no edits. <laughs> you get what you hear is what you get, people. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so so I did. So if I did my job, I actually am gonna edit that in. So that means I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do a little editing and find and, and put that little conundrum thing in. I hope you enjoyed it. Was it worth it? Maybe not. Um, okay. <laughs> So, uh, so we've got some conundrums. There's a conundrum, and this one comes from Lindsay. Thanks, Lindsay. Lindsay's been on the show. We love Lindsay. Lindsay's from our area, and we love her. Okay, um, she says, bride emails and said she has decided to go with another photographer for her wedding who she has used in the past and feels comfortable with. She lives out of town. We haven't met. 
Um, uh, but she says she really likes my work and asks if I will still shoot the engagement pictures. Would you be in? Yes. That is the first yes, part. Yes, 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 yes. Because yeah. she might not sign a contract with other photographers. She might just want to test you out. And, uh, and you know, if she loves your work and if, if you have a, have a wonderful um, experience with that client, which I, I'm confident that you will, and then she'll feel comfortable with you. And yes. she'll be confident in, with you because you gave you produced some wonderful images. Now, Lindsay, don't take six months to deliver those images. Try and deliver them right away, so so she can see them and then still book you for the wedding. <laughs> so, I would just be careful if you know who the other photographer is. That's for that for too. Me. Yeah. So, if you don't know the other photographer, first of all, even if you do, I almost feel like we should never be taking anything personal ever. So I don't like, sometimes things go in my direction and sometimes they go in other people's directions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I've had couples that have come to me with a photographer that I know and and respect and they say, oh, I went with so-and-so, wasn't happy and now we want you, you know? And I've also had it be that I had this, I keep bringing this one couple up, but I've had a couple and they, you know, like weren't happy with an engagement shoot and they went with somebody else that we know and that I like. Mm Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes in different directions. It just yeah. is what it is. So I never take anything personal. And if a couple wants to book me for a wedding or an engagement shoot or whatever, I'm going to do it. Unless I like really know who they're going to book and I'm like, oh, I don't want it to get weird and you should probably just go with them and have them do it. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but at the same time, I would never take offense to it. And I don't think anybody should take offense to it. It's, hard, it's easier to say than do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, those are kind of my... I mean, I, I personally don't like when, when my clients go to other photographers for engagement session because yeah, right. I like to build that relationship. Exactly. And I like them to know how I, how I work on the wedding day and exactly. everything. Yeah. And then it's like I'm starting all from scratch on the, on the day of. However, I do realize and respect that some people want different kinds of photos because my style is different from someone else's style. So if, if, if a person wants you know, someone else's style for an engagement session, they want my, my style for the wedding, then I kind of have to respect that because they want different kinds of images. They like both, but they're just deciding which one that they want for different kind, kinds of moments in their lives. So, um, yeah, I, w- I would say go for it. Yeah. Um, and another conundrum. I'm going to put that little thing in again. Again, here it is. Here's another conundrum. Wedding photographers conundrum. I don't know how long the clip is. So, um, <laughs> uh, so this was a good debate in another form. Do we accept credit cards or not accept credit cards? I don't know if we've talked about this before. No, I don't think we have. Uh, Neil, do you accept credit cards? Of course I do. Yeah. I'm a business. And yes. most businesses accept credit cards. Yeah. Um, I can see where the debate can be. Um, but I've never had any issues in the past. And like I said, it always takes one person to ruin it for everybody, but I've never had an issue. And I said, you know, I've, I've read a lot of horror stories about it. Um, but knock on wood, those don't happen to me. Yeah. Uh, I take credit cards. Absolutely. Um, it kind of sucks when you look yes. at the <laughs> end of the, end the of year, year and you see that a certain amount of certain amount of money has yeah. gone to credit like card fees. It's a full wedding. Yeah, yeah. it basically is a full wedding. Yeah. And it's the cost of doing but business. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It is a cost of doing business and it's the cost of getting paid on time and never having to deal with people not paying. I feel like people want it, want the points. They mm-hmm. want it. They want, you know, the credit card industry has set itself up in a very, 
in a way that it makes its money and people yeah. like the convenience of it and they want the points and all that stuff. And so it's like, okay, I, I fold to it, I guess, mm-hmm. um, because there's, because I get paid on time, mm-hmm. you know, and I yeah. don't have to deal with it and, and people want to be able to do it. So, so I do, um, somewhat reluctantly because I can totally hear the other side of that argument, the other side of that story where it's like, you know, why do we give all this money to these credit card companies? And, um, we, you know, we're the amount of money that we're losing and, uh, but we just work in a society where people at least, you know, here where people want that immediacy and, uh, mm-hmm. and it's just, uh, it's easier to be honest. It actually is easier to run my business. I don't have to, you don't have to deal with checks and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, for, for, uh, for the retainers, you know, we want to book that right away. We want to get them on contract. So of course we, and, and the retainers are a smaller amount. So we, we, uh, we of course accept credit cards for those. We try and push the check for the balances because those balances are a lot higher. So therefore, you know, you're not losing that certain percentage on such a large balance. Um, so we kind of push the checks a little bit more and they have a little bit more time to, uh, to get those out. But if they really, really want to pay by credit card, it's there for them. But yeah, the end of year report just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but and 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 right now, like I I, I think I, I've seen this in this form that she's that Lindsay's talking about, or another form is where if if people charge like a convenience fee, so you don't lose that percentage. Uh. Right now, currently in the state of New York, I don't know about your state, so check your local states. Um, it's illegal to yeah. do that. Yep. So charge more elsewhere. Charge more for your engagement shoot or for an album, um, if you want. If you want to cover that percentage, but it's illegal to do that convenience fee. I already I already looked into it. I tried. Or so, to show it. Yeah, yeah. So um. So yeah. Be careful out there. Yep. Uh, listeners, thanks for listening to episode sixty nine. Yeah, good episode. Wedding photographers unite. Um, we enjoyed talking with you, and uh, you know, passing on the information that we have in our heads to mm-hmm. you uh neil it's been a pleasure always where where can people find you uh first first i have to man i'm, I'm tired of doing this but our thoughts and prayers are out to those listeners in yeah. las vegas for everybody who is uh, affected gosh i just did this for for the hurricane yeah. uh, well fortunately that was a as a natural disaster yeah. uh, this is a human disaster um so our thoughts are, are with everybody in, in las vegas of what happened recently so anyway uh people can find me at neilurban.com n-e-a-l-u-r-b-a-n and find me on social media i'm there for you guys so yeah, yeah. what about and, you and uh my name is andy buscemi last name is b-u-s-c-e-m-i not related to steve uh but if you <laughs> google me uh my stuff will come up there and i'll find you that way but uh, main place is uh, jump in the Facebook group and uh, interact with us there, and we'll we'll continue on uh, getting to know you guys there. How about that? How about that? Sounds good. All right, thanks everybody for listening in, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Wedding photographers. Unite.